Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of All Things Considered Franchising. I am your host and founder of the podcast, Scotty Milas. All Things Considered Franchising is powered by ScottMilasFranchiseCoach.com, a franchise consulting organization that specializes in working with individuals who are interested in researching business ownership, helping you build the business model, and introducing you to potential franchise opportunities, resales, and in some cases, independent businesses that may be a best fit solution. We have a guest today that I think you're going to find very interesting and a very unique brand. A gentleman who is uh, gentleman Stefan Figley. He's president of 1-800-Packouts. Uh, he's considered a global strategic marketing person, operation executive, growth driver, and results-oriented leader. Brings a lot of strategic vision to businesses. Uh, Stephen, uh, Stefan, I should say, not Stephen, Stefan, welcome to the show. Thanks, Scotty. I'm glad to be here and thanks for bringing me on. You know, when people think about franchising, uh, they have a tendency to color inside the box, uh, really not think outside the box or color inside the lines. Uh, we think about McDonald's, we think about, you know, some of the larger companies, Subway, we get into service-based brands, we think of things like Pro, and, you know, just kind of those people think there's maybe 10 franchises out there, but there aren't. There are about 4,000 brands. And you bring a unique concept, a need, not a want, to the market. And uh, it's an interesting brand, 1-800-PACKOUTS. Um, Tell us a little about how you got involved with 1-800-PACKOUTS, how this came to develop, and then tell us a little bit about, and then we'll get into a little bit more about the specifics of the brand. Sure. Uh, so uh, my, my career had built into uh, franchising from the marketing side in general. So uh, I worked with multiple brands um, on the market, just on marketing, moved over to corporate and marketing, and then uh, started working with franchisees. So that's how I got into franchising. And then um, I've been in multiple uh, brands that have to deal with the restoration world. And the restoration world is, is, is a little bit more than what people think it is, but in general, it's when a catastrophe happens, a flooded house, a, a fire or something in those natures, a catastrophe, if you would. Um, and that, that generates a, a need, as you said, Scotty. And so uh, I had some background in it. Um, Five Star Franchising is the platform company. They acquired 1-800-PACKOUTS. And uh, we're looking for a leader and through some connections and interviews, uh, hooked up with them and my background kind of fit for what we were looking for to try and grow 1-800-PACKOUTS inside of that restoration industry. That's pretty interesting. And again, you touched on, uh, and as I mentioned, a, uh, a need, not a want. And, uh, you know, the business model is unique in the sense that you're not going in and doing a restoration you're providing a service for people to get prepared for restoration. So why don't you go into a little bit about what the services uh, that the business model is providing, because it is unique and a lot of people don't think about it. And the one thing that comes to mind, and, I'll, and I'm going to kind of tease the audience a little bit, is, is that for those of us who have ever moved, we know what a nightmare it can be. And the nightmare part is not actually the move. It's the preparedness or getting prepared 
two move. So talk about a little bit about how 1-800-PACKOUTS provides this need and this service, helping people in the situation that you just described. Sure. Um, so it's you, you hit it right on the head there. It's, it's the preparedness of it. And um, think about trying to move, but when there's been something catastrophic happen, there's been a, a flood or your, your floors are covered in two inches of water and you got to figure out what you got to move, how you have to move it, how do you keep it dry, how do you keep it uh, uh, safe as those are your belongings. So uh, it adds a little bit of added, added uh, complexity to it. But um, it's, you know, so so the, the area that we focus on is content management. It's the policyholders content. Um, that's the that's the biggest part of our business. So if there has been a disaster, we want to take care of getting that in, that material out of the home or out of the business so that a restoration company can come in and make it back to its normal uh, condition. So they get rid of the water, they get rid of the soot, whatever's there. Uh, and then we we can bring it back but we deal with the entire preparation pack out we bring it back to our locations we clean it uh professionally with ultrasonic tanks we're not just throwing it out in a pressure washer and doing that that's not what insurance companies want or expect either with the consumer and so we do the full cleaning and then we store it until we need to bring it back and get it ready uh for the homeowner uh or the or the business owner and so that's that's the confined area that we work in. So we work with mitigation companies that are getting rid of the water or the mold. Uh, and then uh, we're really trying to take care of the consumers, the end consumers, uh, personal belongings or their business belongings. So let me make sure I clearly understand. So our audience clearly understands. We're talking to uh, Stefan Figley, who's president of 1-800-PACKOUTS. In the event of a, a flood, um, a fire, uh, sadly, we're talking about, you know, we talk about hurricanes, what's going on in Florida. So as a 1-800-PACKOUTS business, you're going in and packing up the uh, item, personal items, whatever it may be within the home business. I'm assuming you're working with businesses as well. Walk into a business, pack it up, and store it. And then as far as the restoration, are you working as a contracting source to help people find the restoration or are you providing those services as part of the overall uh, identity of the brand what you're what you're what you're doing yeah so we don't do the the restoration as you said so okay. we are we are focused on that one portion of the entire process of such an uh, an occasion uh, a situation now we can re refer uh, mitigation companies if we are the first person that uh, the first team that has been asked to come in. Sometimes it works both ways. So sometimes a mitigation company has already been called in either by the homeowner or the business okay. owner, an insurance carrier, uh, and and they don't necessarily do the content portion or have the capability to do a large content portion uh, within the industry. And then that's when sometimes we get called in at that juncture to go ahead and take care. I don't like to say we just pack it up. We want to take care of those belongings, whether they're business owners' belongings or their personal effects, like you said. Those are right. important. 
Well, you can have artwork, heirlooms, things like that. Exactly. Absolutely. So it's not just you know, it's not just your favorite coffee mug. It's it's exactly. know, personal items. Okay, gotcha. you, you got it. And so there's a there's an empathy level that has to come with that because uh, you know people are very connected to these items. Uh, so we take that into effect as well as we go through our process. Great. Um, you know, you have an interesting background, as you said in the opening. Uh, as we said in the opening, you have a strong digital. Well, you have a digital marketing background, a marketing background. You've dealt with franchisees, franchisors. Uh, you've been an independent business owner as well. When you kind of put it all into a, uh, a cereal bowl or a cereal, cereal box, so to speak, um, and you look at franchising in general, <clears throat> I'm sure you've seen some transformations. You've seen, you know, uh, we've come out of a pandemic where we saw a boom and people opening businesses, but... If someone's considering starting up a business on their own and independent, and there's nothing wrong with it, but when you look at franchising in general, brands that Five Star has, such as 1-800-PACKOUTS, what are you seeing, and someone who comes from experience, um, are the advantages of starting a franchise, 1-800-PACKOUTS, versus saying, hey, I can do this on my own? Yeah, uh, so this is, uh, it's a great question, and uh you know, the, the, the whole point of the franchise system is you have a guideline. You have some starting points, some support from it. The biggest thing that I see in the franchising world is the network. You have to investigate the network. Is, the, is corporate and the network there to support you, and how are they offering that support? That is the key element that I've seen and would recommend over my career um, you said I'm an I've been an independent owner. I, I, my wife still runs an independent company, not involved in a franchise, completely different industry. And we've just been going through it because of some certain aspects to her industry. And she's like, I don't have anybody to talk to. And I said, yeah, this is where my right. team and the network come in to help. And she's like, we're now trying to figure it all out on our own in a completely different industry. Um, and you don't have to do that if you're in a franchise network, in a very strong franchise network. Like you said, this is where you get to converse with other owners. You're teamed up with them. You're partnered with them. And you, you also get the benefit of the growth of the value of the brand. Everybody's working together to build that brand. This is your investment as a business owner and an entrepreneur. So you're going to build yours. But a lot of these brands that are, are franchised are national or have some regional aspect to them. And so all the owners are benefiting from each other's performance. So it is everybody's benefit to encourage and support everybody in growth. So those are the differences. No, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because at, at scottmilosfranchisecoach.com and when we're working with individuals, we tell people that, yes, the item 19 is important if the brand is supporting it. Uh, the financials are important. You know, what's the return on investment? All that's important. But equally, if not more important, is the internal support that you're going to get from the brand to help you become very successful. Um, I, I, I kind of look at this as almost like, <clears throat> you know, dating your significant other. You know, when, they, when you meet them, they're either, you know, depending on, you know, whether, you know, what side of the aisle you're on, you know, they're attractive, they're conversational, but there's a lot more to a relationship and there's a lot more to a business than just getting out there and knocking on a door and saying, hey, here, I'm here to pack up your house. So it's the internal support, I think, that plays an integral role 
in a validated decision process. Yeah, and I mean, different franchises take on different different areas, right? Um, you know, if you get to the service providers, you're you can't define as a franchisor. I can't define every element you will ever see in the restoration industry. Right. And you know, so it's like we need as a newer owner, you have you will not have experienced some of these things. And um, you, you may get caught into something that is very unique. And that's when you want to contact corporate. You want to be saying, hey, this is, have you seen this before? Um, and if we have, we may have a franchise owner that has seen that and how they handled it. And we want to put them in touch with another franchise owner sometimes. And so as folks look and investigate different opportunities, I think that's a very big element that needs to be dug into. Not like you said, the item 19, sure, it's important. You got to check the validity, but it's, it's what else is out there? Who are these folks that are validating for the brand? How many times do you contact or get contacted by a newer franchise owner? Yeah. Those are questions that, that I would dig into a little bit deeper. Yeah. The toolbox, you know, what else is in the toolbox? I mean, it's great to have a hammer and a screwdriver, but you know, you're not going to, you're not going to you're not going to be able to do a lot with just a hammer and a screwdriver. You need a lot of other services, the marketing side, the operational side, you know, kind of that support team that if if you do have some troubleshooting or a project you're working on, something unique, who do you you know, there's somebody to pick up the phone and talk to. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, <clears throat> the character and background of some of your franchisees and where you're seeing, you know, one of the big questions as, as, as a, as a consultant, I get from my clients, uh, you know, everybody wants the best of everything. You know, uh, I want to invest uh, $50,000 and make a half a million dollars a year. And I only, and I don't want to work. Well, you know, there's, we all dream and we all, but, you know, coaching people about a reality. So, you know, one of the big things right now is that semi absentee label that definition uh, and i think people have to understand that are interested in opening a franchise is, is that if you're going to open a mcdonald's mcdonald's doesn't expect you to be behind the grill you're providing right. oversight so talk about the expectations the types of franchisees background work environment uh corporate blue collar uh that you're seeing coming into 1-800 packouts so currently we have a we have a very wide variety coming in um Historically speaking, we've had a lot of folks that expanded from that mitigation or that restoration portion of the, of the industry, and they noticed that they really need to get expertise around the content or the packout side of the business, that that was becoming more and more important. And that's where packouts kind of grew from and became a franchise system. But we're seeing folks from all different aspects. So we're talking blue collar, uh, sales oriented folks, Corporate uh, corporate exits uh, is another area. So we're seeing them coming from all over. But a big question that I'm asked as I go through the validation and the evaluation of candidates for a franchise, et cetera, is how will I fit in? What are the biggest hurdles that you face uh, coming into this industry? And it's, it's networking. Uh, it's less of the operations. The marketing is there. You, you said it like with the McDonald's. They give you the recipe to how to be successful. Right. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think, uh, in, in my opinion, I think there's an element that you have to be involved a little bit unless you really know the industry um, so that you can help train and find the right people to put into your organization. We want to know if you want to be a semi-absentee or start to be an absentee owner. 
but we don't expect that necessarily right out of the gate in right. our business. But um, if that's your goal, then then my job on that is to evaluate if you're if you've got a reality to get there, not right. just like here's my money, make it happen. It should happen. Uh, what are you going to do to step yourself into that semi absenteeism or absenteeism? Right. Um, and I think you're going to find that in a lot of the service industry uh, versus like a, a restaurant or a food, a food industry from the franchise system. There's going to be a difference. But um, right. absolutely. I, I agree with you. I, I would say that you're spot on, Stefan, that, you know, it, it, it's one thing to project out 12, 18, 24 months. I want to you know, I don't want to work as much as I am. I want to cut back. I want to hire somebody uh, to help me run the business get it, understand, but it's it's really important to get into the weeds of the business initially, learn the business. And it sounds like, and, may, and correct me if I'm wrong, that a, a, a great quality for somebody to have coming into this business model is what I call that sales aptitude, that networking ability. So if you're not willing to go out and shake hands with anybody or hand out a business card or go to a chamber event or a BNI event or whatever it may be, this may not be the opportunity, and that focuses more on the retail side of somebody who may be interested in a retail business. Well, Am I I'll, correct I'll, to think I'll, that? I'll, I think it's possible, but I also think that it depends. Are you a good manager? Are you a good logistics operational manager for our business? <clears throat> and if you identify that and you say, I know that I'm not as strong on that sales side or that networking side – well, let's go find that right person that you be that you employ. That's probably the first employee that you need to be putting on. It's right. not a end all be all like oh if you're not if you're not in sales you're not in our business you don't want to be in our business. There's a lot to our business that has more operational uh, management, uh, but it's so I don't think it's the end all, but it's also identifying those folks that have identified that themselves. And as a business coach and in what you've done, I'm sure you see this all the time. Do you know who you are? Exactly. And, and that is extremely important for entrepreneurs to know what they're really good at and what they're not as good at. And then go get some people that can help you and put them around you that make that fill those holes a little bit. You know, and you're I absolutely you, you are. Call. Find somebody who is. <laughs> right, right. I think a lot of people have a tendency to focus on more of what they're not good at than what they're good at and don't realize that they could be good at something because yep. they've been told you're not good at that. You know, I mean, so there, there are a lot of twists and turns. Um, Stefan, any, any last-minute thoughts? We're running out of time here, but anything else you want to share about 1-800-PACKOUTS? The franchising industry, uh, you know, maybe tell us how, how someone can get in contact with you to learn more, the website, uh, or best way to get in contact with you. Um, again, uh, we appreciate your time here. No, I really appreciate you having me on. Uh, we're, we're happy to, to be part of the franchising world. Uh, Five Star Franchising, our, our platform company, has really been supportive in that, um, and we're continuing to grow. So, if you're looking for any any inter information on us we're online 1-800-packouts.com pretty simple uh one of the other things being named with the 1-800 in front of you is pretty straightforward and simple <laughs> call the number we're here 24 7 uh if there's an interest just just give us a ring find us online it's very simple uh and we we're happy to reach out and get back in touch with everybody so really appreciate it scotty 
Yeah, well, uh, thanks for coming on board. We hope to get you back in the next six months to get an update. Um, we've been talking to uh, Stefan Figley, who's president of 1-800-PACKOUTS. I am Scotty Milas, the host of All Things Considered Franchising and the uh, founder of scottmilasfranchisecoach.com. Uh, you can uh, uh, contact me at 860-751-9126 or reach out by email scott at scottmilasfranchisecoach.com or visit the website scottmilasfranchisecoach.com. Uh, Stefan, thanks again. appreciate your time. Until next time, all uh, continued success on building out the brand. I think it's an awesome story, and it's certainly an awesome brand, and I look forward to uh, staying in touch. Really appreciate it, Scotty. Thanks a lot. Thank you. And uh, to the audience, thank you for listening. And until next time, this is Scotty Milas signing off.